Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. I'm your host and coach, Gina Ryan, and I'm so happy to be with you again today as we consider the many ways to bring your mind and body back to its natural peace and calm. We offer a number of ways to help you with your journey, so I hope you're taking advantage of everything that we offer. You can subscribe to this twice-a-week podcast. You can join our free Facebook group. And if you sign up for our newsletter, you'll get more from me and advance notice of things that are coming up. Go to anxietycoachespodcast.com and check all that out. In today's episode, I'll be talking about how discomfort is not to be feared. So stay tuned. Today's episode is brought to you by Tranquility Labs. They're the creators of Tranquiline and Sleep Fast. These are two products I'm very excited to be sharing with you. And now for today's show. Discomfort is not to be feared. Discomfort. Most people just feel discomfort. When you have anxiety, high stress levels, or if you're in panic mode, uh, discomfort is not acceptable. And it feels very dangerous. And it feels like it must be solved right now. And I want to get into this topic because I have recently received uh, a number of requests to help one group members or uh, people who are sending me emails, questions to be on the show. This comes up a lot. So I, I thought it was time that we actually talk about this or even talk about it again because we do we have discussed this. Uh, on other podcasts. So what's happening is I have a number of people that are looking at their health issues and they're feeling, I would say, very, very frustrated with their inability to be able to get the answers that they're looking for. Things are not going in the direction that they wanted. They're going kind of south, as, as we say, uh, and they're having more issues and more difficulties. And this is causing them uh, not only frustration, but fear. And some of the work that they've been doing with other healthcare pr- pr- practitioners has been helpful and some not so. And so the questions that come up and let me get to one of them here where there's actually a question. Oh, they're just, look, do you have any suggestions, any help? I had an email about this and a group member about this, and both are looking for suggestions and help about very specific symptoms. And they said they would be grateful, and they're very happy uh, to have this air as a podcast. So I kind of lumped the two of them together. So uh, this is a a kind of a group answer. So here's how it is. The uh, I'm not going to get into the very particular symptoms and diseases. Some of these are actual diagnosed diseases. And um, uh, I'm not getting into the specifics because the work that we're doing here is to 
tease out what we can do and what we uh, need to just let go of or leave. And being able to take care of these symptoms and specific diseases is, is going to take more work. But my answer is probably uh, a bit of a surprise to some people because although I do have ideas around a number of these things that they were talking about, that's not the issue. What I see the issue as being is that it's simple and it's not what people want to hear because they're actually when we are so used to looking things up on Google and we're getting very specific answers on how to do things or long laundry lists of um, uh, procedures or tests that should be taken. Um, I'm not here to suggest any of that to anyone. I want to make sure that you're going to your primary care physician for whatever you have going on in your life. But I do want to lay to rest the difference here between the physical manifestations of disease or illness or even of our anxiety and the way that we're dealing with it. And so what I want to call it is our re how are we dealing with our a relationship with these things that are happening because quite often um, the emails that come in and the questions that come up are circular in that it's the same thing again and again and it can be a physical illness it can be a fear a continual fear that comes up over and over again with a different face it comes up with somewhat of a disguise and so we want to start to notice that with ourselves. We want to think about all of this as transforming our relationship to the discomfort. That's the title of this podcast, right? Discomfort is not to be feared. And I see from the emails and the group questions that there is so much fear around not feeling perfect, not feeling like you did maybe 10 years ago or when you were a kid or a teenager. Why comes up a lot? Why is this going on? And, and I must be able to just figure it out and to take the right steps and to have it be gone. So there's some of the thinking, we want to take a moment to look at that because for each of us, it could be different, right? Some people are um, just purely panicked and don't know what to do. Other people are dead set on, you know, I'm strong and I'm willful and I should be able to find answers to this and just solve it. And unfortunately, in this world that we live in, that's not always the case. There are many, many things that happen that we don't find not only not immediate answers, but we may never find an answer to. And it's stuff that we have to look at. And so we want to start to look at our relationship to our discomfort and begin to find out ways that we can, how can we change it? How can we reframe it? 
so that we're not struggling so much because the more we are struggling with either our symptoms or our diagnoses, um, our pain, the more we struggle with that, either to have it be gone or or with the anger that it's there, the, the more fear and the more hormonal release for fight or flight we're kicking up and we just keep it going. And we all know that anxiety with our thought patterns, we can make all these crazy weird symptoms appear. Again, the, the list is very long. It's on the website for a starter list is on the website if you're not sure what people experience with anxiety and some of the symptoms, but everybody has their own laundry list of them and they change over time. So the point is not to um, discount that we have stuff happen, that our body feels weird, but that we want to change how we look at it. How is it that uh, some people have been diagnosed with illnesses that may be chronic and that, that, that aren't acute? They can't fix them. They, they're, it's going to be there for a long time. How do they deal with that? They're not all in a state of panic. They're not all anxious and, a lot, and they're not all highly stressed. How is it that some people are and some people aren't? What can we do? What, how do we do that? Because our best health is achieved by giving our body what it needs to heal. It is our body. The intrinsic nature of this body is intelligent and it can do what it needs to do to heal. But we have to get out of the way of that. And in order for the body to heal, it needs to rest. It needs to have that part of the nervous system come alive and to heal. And that's the rest and digest side, right? It's not our fight or flight side. So the more we are in fight or flight, the less opportunity we're giving our own magnificent, intelligent body the ability to heal. So first thing we want to do is to get out of the way. And I've got a whole bunch of tips here, but Let's get to that in one more moment. First, I want to talk to you about Tranquility Labs, who is our sponsor of today's show. Today's episode is brought to you by Tranquility Labs, creators of Tranquiline and Sleep Fast. These are two products, like I said, I am very excited to share with you. Tranquiline is an East meets West supplement that fights anxiety by bringing together powerful traditional herbal calming remedies with targeted brain nutrients. It's pretty powerful stuff. While the herbal ingredients like passion flower and brahmi give you that quick calming effect you're looking for, the nutritional piece works over time toward holistic emotional balance, kind of like an anti-anxiety multivitamin that you can really feel working. You've just got to try it. And of course, if you're anxious all day, what happens at night? You can't sleep. And that's why Tranquility Labs introduced their companion product, Sleep Fast Enhanced Melatonin Spray. This really is a wonderful product. It's a semi-sweet oral spray that again uses East meets West herbs plus science approach. So in addition to a melatonin dose that you can fully control, the product contains valerian root, chamomile, lemon 
cinnamon balm, and a few other sleep-promoting ingredients. This really goes a step above the typical melatonin pill that you have to digest before it goes to work. The spray absorbs instantly. I tried it and felt immediate effects, and many users say they feel sleepy before their head hits the pillow. Go to TranquilityLabs.com and put East Meets West supplements to work for you today. That's TranquilityLabs.com and that link will be in the show notes. Now back to our show. So a few of the things that I want to talk about uh, getting through these difficult times with diagnoses or physical symptoms and maybe it's something else. It may not be your health. This really does extend Uh, further out into discomfort in all kinds of areas of our life. But I'm using these specific questions that came in as the example. This could be relationship difficulty, discomfort. This could be a job discomfort. Perhaps it's an action or a behavior of someone in your life that is causing you the discomfort. And uh, so apply this to wherever you're having this particular challenge. One of the things I mentioned in my response was that everything that we are diagnosed with or told that we have may or may not be accurate. Now, of course, we're trust, we have our own physicians and our own healthcare providers or um, people that we talk with, and we want to be able to trust them. So just make sure that you do trust them because you don't want to be leaving these things up to doubt. Right, so make sure that you have um, healthcare providers that you feel very comfortable with and that you do trust, and then you can let that go. There's no sense going and searching for answers and then not, uh, not taking the advice of the person that gave you the advice. So you have to you have to do this yourself. You have to figure out where it is that you feel comfortable. Are you going to take the advice that you're given? Or do you still have doubt? And sometimes doubt can be an intuition talking and maybe telling you to check again. But with anxiety, we want to be careful that we're not on an endless loop for looking for answers that may not even be there. So that's a very long way of me saying to my particular answer to one of my gals here is that she may or may not have all the things she was being diagnosed with. Uh, In my experience, over 20-some-odd years of talking to people who have come with all kinds of issues, health issues included, um, and searching for their cause of their discomfort, they're often told a number of conflicting diagnoses. So you have to check in with you. This is your body, your mind, and you want to have a strong connection there so that you can No, you can have that feeling of gnosis of yes, go forward or no, let it rest. And this doesn't mean to ignore anything. It means to take the advice that is given to you and run it through your filters. And I want to be clear that um, the mind is very capable of causing dis-ease and discomfort. And it's also capable of, of not, of getting you the other way around, of moving you out of pain, of moving you out of dis-ease. So take that into account also. Let's use these minds as they are meant to work, not just as to the negative side, but let's put them to work to help us heal 
So the other thing I suggested was that everyone go to a place where you can rest and recover. And that means a place in your mind where you can recover. You know, we don't want to hear, most people don't want to hear that you can't do everything. We have our mindset that we can do everything that we want. We put all this stuff on our life plate and we think we can just do it all. Um, The reality is that we can't. We're limited in our time or limited in our energy resources. And this is why I believe there are so many people who are exhausted and ill. And often, this is, this, this is difficult to hear, but sometimes it's easier for us to say, I have this disease or this illness. It's easier to say that than it is to say, I need a break or I don't like something, or I need time off. It's almost easier in this culture to have a physical disease. And I think sometimes, on the other hand, that we actually work ourselves into uh, a breaking point, where work ourselves into a place where we have nothing left to give. And this is not necessary. We really can take a stand and... um, feel into ourselves and what we need to do. It's not comfortable, but it is a way of taking care of ourselves without going to fear, not feeling fear because we have a discomfort or pain or rejection or sadness. That's not anything we need to be afraid of. It's a call to action. It's a call to be aware, but it is not to be feared. And I always suggest to everyone is to sit in meditation. And even if that means that you need to start with three minutes a day, and I call it meditation, and using that as the universal word for uh, letting the glitter in the snow globe settle, getting in the zone, the flow, the now, we can talk about it in many different ways. But what we need to do is to find some way in your own way, in your own life to be. And to let that beingness happen for, you know, a few minutes a day, every day. And I'd like to see people do longer, but let's start with three minutes a day sitting in silence and let the glitter in the snow globe begin to settle. One of the points I wanted to make is that I've worked with a lot of people who have had chronic illness. They've been diagnosed. They've been living with chronic illness for a long time. And they are not in a state of panic. They are not stressed. They are able to be in a calm place and deal with what is. And that's what we want to be able to do. We have to, um, going back to other podcasts and our, our usual way here of being able to accept what is. And maybe there's an answer and maybe there are things we can do to feel better. And one of those things is acceptance is being clear that this is what's happening and this is what I can control about it and these are the things I can't control about it and accepting that. And this is where we change our relationship with what is. We transform our relationship to discomfort by seeing it as something that just is, but it is not a call to fear. We can change our self-talk We can catch ourselves when we are saying that, oh, this is never going to change. We can write those things out and then write on the other side of the piece of paper, 
write down the, the opposite of that and begin to say, is, maybe that is possible. We can change the way that we are talking about it. We can respond with ability. We're adults now. We can self-parent ourselves. And that's a responsibility we have to ourselves. Maybe we didn't get all this before, but we can get it now. We can respond with ability to what is right in front of us. Another piece of stress that comes with these kinds of diagnoses of illnesses or uh, events that are happening around us is that we often feel a, a lack of control. And so just know that that's a stress on the body. To feel that you do not have control is very stressful. So find the ways, again, reframe it so that you can see where you do have control in your life and focus on those to be able to rest in. Yes, I do have things I can take care of and and uh, these are things I do have control over and practice that. And we find much healing and calming in gratitude, especially in the dark moments. And we all have the dark moments. I hope that everybody hears that. Even when you come through the other side and don't go down the wormhole anymore and don't have anxiety or panic attacks anymore, you still have dark moments in life. Life still happens. So you all have permission to know that those happen and that we feel sadness and grief but we can continue to find gratitude and to call upon that and let that bring us back to our healing place that our own body can restore us to a, a better place. Again, remember that the discomfort is not to be feared, but it is bringing us to a, a point of awareness. So maybe there's something we need to be aware of. Maybe there's something we need to investigate or change or check into or talk about, but it is not to be feared. That is just our tendency to jump to the negative. So we can ask ourselves when we find ourselves in the negative thinking, is that true? All we want to do is come to center again, to stay in our awareness, pull up our gratitude, and in that place of center, that neutral place where it isn't everything is good or everything is bad, but somewhere there in the middle, and we can regroup and let our body do what it needs to do. I hope that this is helpful, and I hope that you can hold it in your heart that while discomfort may not be wanted, that it isn't dangerous and it isn't to be feared, and that we can deal with it in our own way of bringing into the light the idea that this is we have a relationship with the discomfort and if we don't fear it that we are we are actually healing in that moment because we're not adding more stress and now for today's quote true happiness is born of letting go of what is unnecessary. And that's from Sharon Salzberg. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com. 